I have a question for you, my friend. What percentage of ideal clients are actually in your chair? I want you to say it out loud. Is it 5%, 20%, 50%, 75%? What's the percentage of ideal clients that are actually in your chair? Hello, my friends. This is Gina Scalpone. I'm a hairstylist and a marketing strategist. And the way to work with me is to get your booty in my chair so I can do your hair or uh, by way of my online programs. I'll share a link to Glam Hairs Academy, my flagship program, in the show notes. So today we are going to talk about identifying your ideal client and getting 99% of those clients in your chair. So first things first, I want to just share what an ideal client looks like personality-wise and service-wise. Okay, so here's an example. An ideal client is someone who you adore, who you love going into work to do her hair, her or his hair, who would be happy to refer her awesome friends or family, who also wouldn't think twice about you suggesting another service or product that you think would benefit them, they wouldn't think twice about booking it. It should only take a few times of mentioning it to get them to purchase it. So for example, if a client sat in your chair and was always complaining about the breakage or her frizzy unruly hair or how her texture has changed since it turned gray and you suggested the keratin treatment a couple times, she should be chomping at the bit to actually get that service done. That's an ideal client. If you suggested bangs, if you suggested a hair product, if you suggested, you know, some sort of color, this person would be like, yes, uh, I trust you, I love you, and money is not really an object. She's not there to finagle your prices. You are expensivebutworthit.com. Okay, so that's ideal client personality-wise. Now let's talk about ideal client service-wise. So many stylists that come in my program they have clients in their chair. But when I ask the questions, what is the actual service you love doing on a scale of one to 10? And what's the one that makes you the maximum amount of money? We want to have, ideally, those two are one and the same. Let's say extension installation is the service you love doing and it makes you the most amount of money. We want to have 80, 90% of those clients in your chair. So we want the services in your chair of your favorite services and the ones that are higher ticket and the client personalities that you adore. So that's just what an ideal client is in, um, in a nutshell. And I talk about this in great detail inside Glamour's Academy, my signature program. I don't want people uh, coming in my program filling their books up with men's haircuts if they want to do extension insulations or women's cuts if they want to do all color and blowouts and um, keratin treatments, things like that. So Let's talk about how many, so I'm going to go back to my original question, what's the percentage of ideal clients that are actually in your chair, personality-wise and the services that you love? If you're not 75% plus, we need to fix that. This is why, my friend, you have your own business. You're a hairstylist. You're a seasoned stylist. You know how to do hashtag all the things. But we don't want you to do all the things. We don't want all the services in your chair. We want the ones that you love the most and you make the most money on and that the clients are happy to also get. So let's talk about this. So let's say you had clients in your chair. Let's just say men's cuts. You have a bunch of men's cuts in your chair. You don't really want to do them. You don't make that much money. They're not that much fun. You'd much rather do makeover um, color correction services. 
So we have to slowly wean out the men's cuts because they're paying the bills and we have to start bringing in more, or capturing more, identifying and attracting more of the color correction like makeover clients. So imagine I have my right arm all the way up, way above my head, and that's the men's cuts. That's what's filled up in your chair. My left arm is down by my hip, and that is the uh, color correction clients in your chair. So let's say the men's cuts are 90%, and the color correction clients, the ideal clients that you really want in your chair and the services you really want to do are at 10%. We have to take that right arm that's all the way up, way above my head, down to, let's say, my shoulder level, and we have to bring that left level arm all the way up to my shoulder level. So we got to even out the playing field. So we slowly get rid of the clients and the services that we don't want in our chair, Typically, it's not actually the clients themselves. It's just the services that we don't like and get more of the services that we want in our chair. So the first thing that I recommend is to raise the prices significantly on the services that you don't want in your chair anymore. That will start to wean out the people who uh, don't want to pay the higher pricing and then you'll get less of them and the people that do want to pay it, you'll be making the same amount of money or a similar amount of money because you have less clients, but you raised your prices, you're making more money on the services that you don't want to do anymore. And the clients that will, are your diehards that will pay whatever you charge, well, just have them come along with you even though it's not your most amazing, perfect uh, service that you want to do. Let's keep them as the 10% eventually when we get the 90% of the color correction clients in our chair. So now that we know we want color correction clients and hair makeover clients in our chair, let's see about the people we have in our chair that we actually do them on already. Is it two people, five people, 10 people? You're gonna write their names down and then you're gonna identify who is this ideal client. What is she, you know, what color are her eyes? How old is she? We're gonna identify this ideal client. How um, Does she have children? Does she have dogs? She live in the city. What's her exact age? Not in her 30s, she's 33 or she's 38. So we wanna be real specific. So when you're showcasing your awesome work online and you're pretending, let's say your ideal client is Stephanie and she's a makeover client or she's a color correction client and you love her. You're gonna think about her when you're actually creating posts online, anywhere you're showing up online. You're going to pretend you're creating a post that will benefit this Stephanie client because we want to attract more Stephanie clients in our chair because she's the ideal client. She's the one that gets the like crazy color makeovers and she comes to see you every couple months and she's totally down for new buying new products from you and she sends her awesome tooth friends that want these vivid fun colors and they want to change it up every time they see you, things like that. So we want to think about who this ideal client is and when we're, we're marketing online, uh, we want to make sure we're creating posts that are attracting them. Don't create posts that are about men's cuts and blowouts if that's not what you want to do anymore. Create posts heavily concentrate on the makeover, the color correction clients, before and afters, testimonials, things like that. So um, that's what you want to do. You want to get it. So eventually you start weaning out the people, the services you don't want in your chair. You start working on identifying and attracting and marketing to the clients you want in your chair. So then that level, then there's a level playing ground there. And you just eventually in time, the more you market, the more testimonials you get back, the more you show up online on the platform that you know that ideal client is on, the more you're going to fill up your chair with those clients and those services that make you so darn happy. You want to skip into work every single day you're there. Okay, I hope this helped you out, my friend. I hope that you try this out. I hope you look at your business and see who's in my chair, who are my ideal clients, personality-wise and service-wise, and you start to do this pendulum training that I'm teaching where you have the clients you don't really want in your chair, mostly, again, it's the services, it's not the personality. Less of them and a lot more of the services that you want in your chair. You're gonna be uh, working 
smarter, not harder. You're going to be working less behind the chair. You can create more income. You're going to love going to work. You deserve to have a business in life you love. You don't have to be a stylist taking anybody and everybody who wants to get your chair. And you don't need to work with clients who are um, trying to finagle your services. So I just want to give you permission to really be clear and go get what you want. Identify what you want and go out and get it, my friend. I hope this helped you out. If this podcast did help you out, please share it with a friend. I would really appreciate it. I hope you have a wonderful day. Mwah.